0: Saturdays, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Revolution Radio.
1: This is the people's war. It is our war. We are the fighters. Fight it, then. Fight it with all that is in us. And may God defend the right. Warning, warning. How the trouble you've started? Be they the government, be they industry, be they organized labor, be they anyone, Where you would be? when the operation of the machine becomes so audience. makes just so sick at heart that you can't take part. You can't even passively take part. And you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus. And you've got to make it stop. And you've got to indicate to the people who run it to the people who own it that unless you're free. The machine will be prevented from working
2: at all. Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com, the number one listener-supported talk radio station, throwing ourselves upon the gears of the machine. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps.
1: You called down the thunder, well, now you got it. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me!
0: Revolution
2: We did not engage in conflict that was out of line with our mission.
0: Is it
1: disloyal? Is it sedition? Is it treason to oppose the hands of tyranny? Never! I will never send troops anywhere on a mission of that kind without telling them that if somebody shoots at them, they can darn well shoot back. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty!
2: A dark cloud is finally lifting across the world as U.S. military intelligence and their global partners are destroying the deep state criminal power structure that has
3: ruled over our planet for hundreds of years.
1: We are free with the God-given rights, and we shall not yield that right to any power on Earth.
3: Hi, I'm Scott McKay. The
2: world is that, and I am your host on The Tipping Point on Revolution Radio, where every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, we bring you the latest in this ensuing takedown of this global criminal empire. And that's an image of strength. You'll get the raw, hard truth here on The Tipping Point. So come join us Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, in Studio B at Revolution.Radio. Thanks for listening while we take that short break here at Revolution Radio FreedomSlips.com. And now yeah,
0: we're gonna get back to your host. All right. I think we're there. It's <laughs> one of those things, isn't it? Skin of your teeth. Uh, Five, four, I'm ten minutes late nearly, so I I needed another ten minutes. But I am here, and it looks like uh, everything is working at my end. Let me know in the chat room if you can hear me. You're listening to Revolution Radio. This is a show called Free Association. It's probably going to be a bit of a dog's breakfast today, but uh, I am here. (laughs) That's the main thing. I woke up about 30, well, about 40 minutes ago. I had to run and do some grocery shopping, and then I'm back, and I'm here. And uh, I do I do have a piece of video to play, which is about 40 minutes long. Uh, I may not play 40 minutes of it today. Uh, I do it in two parts, possibly. Uh, I want to, to play a little bit of Brendan O'Connell, because I think his channel's been uh, removed from youtube and i've got a few of the videos downloaded so it just gives gives me a chance to put what he's doing on the record it's interesting it's all about the piece i want to play it if the technology holds up for an hour is a piece about silicon valley bank and money laundering and a a drugs cartel working out of new hampshire and it's not something that i've heard anywhere else so it's probably worth getting on the record here as as much as anywhere else right let me uh let me just set that up and then i'll go into the chat room but i think the, let's get the working first. first this is going to be a bit slow and a bit clunky today but we'll get there so, Revolution Radio is entirely listener-supported. We're all volunteers. Uh, we do this for love. Everybody's got some kind of thing going on that they want to get out to the world, even if they don't really realize what it is. Uh, yeah, so we're all we're all doing it for good reasons. And uh, you might not agree with everything that everybody says. In fact, I know you won't agree with everything that everybody says on this station. But we do have two studios running and uh, they're almost 24 hours a day. And we need your help. We need your help to keep the servers running. If you can make a financial donation, then revolution.radio has a menu system at the top of the page. And on that menu system, you'll find a donations tab, and there's a there's a place to make a monthly donation by patreon and there's a place to make a one off donation if you can do that and uh, it's all it all helps it all helps to pay for bandwidth, then it pays for servers, and it pays for whatever security we need to have in place, whatever it is that needs to happen. it all kind of costs money. Uh, so we do need your help. And if you can do it monthly, then that that makes it easier to plan and all that stuff. So there is all of that. So that's, that's the housekeeping keep, out of the way. Uh, my stuff is all on Podbean, radioprojects.podbean.com. I've been quiet recently, and I am going to be a bit more lively, I promise. Uh, not sure when that will be, though. I'm still dealing with some bits and pieces. So I've got other priorities. When my when my health gets back to normal, I shall uh, start doing live streams and stuff again. Right, let me share my screen, and then I'll set this video away. So I'm going to put this video to my rumble. And my bit shoot, I think. Brendan O'Connell does have channels on, does have a channel on Brighton. I don't think he's on Rumble. Uh, some of his videos are on BitChute, but I don't know whether he's got an official channel on BitChute. I suspect not. And uh, yeah, I don't think Odyssey's on his radar. But uh, this is a piece. It's an hour and 20 minutes, so 40 minutes this week, probably 40 minutes next week. But in the meantime, you can have a look on Rumble for free association radio show. Uh, I'm going to upload it at some point this evening, just so there's a record of it there. Uh, This is Brendan O'Connell.
1: I know it's an ask,
2: but I know you guys, if anybody, are the right people to ask to be with each other to be with our clients, to try to come to the best outcome we could think of in this situation. Thank you, and my heart is with you, and it's really um, hard for me to deliver this message,
3: but I so appreciate all the thing you've done for me and for SVB
2: over so many years. Thank you. Yesterday some of the biggest banks in this country, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, collectively lost more than 50 billion dollars in market value in one day. That's quite a hit. On the other hand, those banks still exist, and you can't say that for Silicon Valley Bank. As of this morning, Silicon Valley Bank or SVB has gone under completely. That makes the second biggest bank
3: failure in the history of this country. And the significant, SVB financed nearly half of all venture-backed healthcare and technology companies in the United States. It also apparently held significant cash reserves for some
2: of the biggest cryptocurrencies,
3: and it's now gone. But also the stringent changes in capital requirements where the banks were forced to hold treasuries. So essentially, when money starts going out of the door in deposits, there's these banks like SVP are sitting on losses. And so when you have to start realizing those losses, uh, boom, you need to raise capital. It's very simple. And but I want you to listen to Jenny Yellen. She was the Treasury Secretary. And she's saying, oh, no, don't worry. This is isolated. Listen to this. I will just say you, you mentioned Silicon Valley Bank. I, there um, are recent developments that concern a few banks that I'm monitoring very carefully. And when banks experience... Financial losses it is and should be a matter of concern. Um, Silicon Valley Bank was a really extreme example of what happens when the Federal Reserve hikes interest rates and it was compounded by the fact that the bank has this concentration in startups.
4: The internet of financial world is a buzz. How did Silicon Valley Bank suddenly collapse over two days? Quote, the company's downward spiral began late Wednesday when it surprised investors with news that it needed to raise $2.25 billion to shore up its balance sheet. All told, customers withdrew a staggering 42 billion of deposits by the end of Thursday, according to a California regulatory filing." End quote. Really? Now why would that be? A perfectly good bank, for 5 years running, Forbes named it the bank of the year for 5 years running. There are multiple theories flying around. People are trying to link it to exposure to crypto and Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX. Others state it's a complex set of factors to do with the recession and less demand for technology. And SVB, or Silicon Valley Bank, was obviously a heavy, heavy Silicon Valley type of bank. Others point out to the heavy Israeli startup money held in Silicon Valley bank accounts who just happened to be protesting heavily against Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's activities in Israel. You really shouldn't upset Bibi. Netanyahu represents a giant Likud-based drug trafficking ring operating for decades all over the world. It's advisable not to upset him and his City of London crew. That crew also includes Hein Kissinger and Rupert Murdoch, the multi-billion dollar alt-media star. That's uh, sarcasm, by the way. Tucker Carlson has a lot to say about this story. Yes, he's quite an alt-media star. And believe me, this is not a right-left thing. The other side is also ludicrously laughable. But it's the fact that so many are turning to Fox News when it clearly hates Donald Trump.
3: This is the Tucker Carlson America sees on camera.
4: The outcome of our presidential election was seized from the hands of voters. But new court
3: documents revealing a very different Carlson behind. Behind the scenes, texting a producer on January 4th, 2021, just two days before the Capitol attack, saying of Trump, I hate him passionately. I can't handle much more of this. We are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. Admitting what a disaster it's been is too tough to digest. But come on, there isn't really an upside to Trump. Those private remarks, a total contrast to Carlson's public comments like these at a conservative event just a few months ago. I actually love Donald Trump as a guy. I'm so grateful that Donald Trump ran in 2016. Donald Trump, like... Donald Trump completely changed my view of everything. His private messages were released as part of Dominion Voting System's $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against the right-wing network, revealing that Fox News stars and top executives didn't actually believe the lie they put on air that the 2020 election was stolen. But amid falling ratings, the network continued to promote Trump and his lies.
4: trying to get rid of him, along with Rupert Murdoch and Heinz Kitchen to replace him with Ron DeSantis, or God forbid, Rhino Republican and Governor of New Hampshire, Chris Zanuna. All these moccult media stars. These multitude of factors sure sound feasible, but I have another theory, and it involves this little crappy office block in Concord, New Hampshire, USA. What is that little office block? That's the home of CT Corporation System. Wow, you'd think this giant multi-billion dollar private equity fund would have a better office. Looks like one of those dodgy little offices out of Panama or, you know, the Virgin Islands or, I don't know, the Cayman Islands, you know, run by some 78-year-old couple in them highlands somewhere. I mean, come on, you can see where this is going. Wait for it. So what am I getting at? Silicon Valley Bank is a giant depository of New Hampshire drug money. Only a tiny portion of the money was insured and under 250,000 U.S. dollars. The rest of the deposits, 97% of them, are giant drug money accounts in the billions, and the cartel started pulling it out. Why? To punish naughty leftist progressive equity and inclusion infatuated Israeli startups who hate BB? Could that be it? Eh, I don't think so. No, we put to you the Feds are after the money due to Michael's revelations and the infestation of corrupt politicians have warned the account holders to get their money out. Now, no one removes their money overseas, outside the U.S. banking system at this stage of the world economy game. There is nowhere to go. uh, Except maybe Israel? Now remember... SVB or Silicon Valley Bank and many of the other banks now involved in the sudden collapse are flush with the accounts of Israeli startup tech companies, 500 of them. Wow, that's a lot in Silicon Valley Bank alone. That's also a great way to launder drug money. After all, 80% of tech startups fail and if the money is all in Israel, it's safely stashed away or in fact, it's all heading back to Israel as we speak. The U.S. economy dominates and always will, no matter the fantasies of the BRICS lovers. The giant U.S. military-industrial complex ensures the big money floods into U.S. banks, except when you have incontrovertible proof, as well as a public groundswell of interest, demanding the giant New Hampshire drug and money laundering operators are brought to account, all $932 billion of it. Let's talk about New Hampshire and the Pandora Papers in this article from the New Hampshire Business Review and journalist Bob Sanders, titled, What the Pandora Papers Say About New Hampshire. It was published on the 27th of October, 2021. $932.5 billion. That's the value of assets under management by a rapidly growing trust industry ostensibly based in New Hampshire. They've increased by more than a quarter of a trillion dollars in just the last year, and it's not a complete total. The past year's infusion is triple the amount reportedly going into South Dakota, where several trusts have been scrutinized after the release earlier this month of the so-called Pandora Papers. Those papers, the latest of a series of massive leaks, document and expose the movement of nefarious money shielded by foreign trusts by people looking to avoid taxes and scrutiny. Some of that money came from politicians, kings and billionaires and was used for questionable, if not criminal, purposes. Lately, that money has been coming to the United States in trust havens, notably South Dakota, whose loose rules and regulations rival the most notorious offshore jurisdictions. In coverage about the Pandora Papers, New Hampshire has been mentioned as a place where it is easy to form trusts, but in some ways the state has overtaken South Dakota as the premier place to secretly stash foreign assets. Both in trusts and in relatively new and even less regulated family law foundations. End quote. It's interesting to note that Jerry Little, banking commissioner in charge of all financial audits in New Hampshire, says this in the article quote, If we do find out something is going on here, it will probably be because of the Pandora Papers, he said, because of the extreme amount of confidentiality written into the state's law. Wow. The banking commissioner in charge of regulating all banks and financial institutions doesn't know what's in New Hampshire. I bet he knows what's in your bank account, and you better have your taxes right. You'll be swatted and taken to jail. But these are the rules for others. They don't even hide this. Mike Gill had extensive dealings with Jerry Little in New Hampshire, and he is right up there at the top of the New Hampshire cartel. They all are, including Rhino Governor Chris Sununu. They are all totally corrupt, and that includes Jerry Little.
1: Do you know how much information I've got, for instance, on all these auto loans? Get these people in the back, too. all the—do you know that they've been uh, laundering money through that? Drug money? Now you don't want to audit them anymore, right? Isn't that your law? You passed the law. Isn't that your bill? What? Is that your bill? Are you paying me? Oh, I'm paying you. But I'm also sending you to jail. You're okay with that? Yes, I am. Got a meeting with Mr. Trump, right, Mr. Trump? We take out little. You take out the cover for the drug laundering, right? I told you about immunities. We have an immunity, and it's not your name, but here you go. Here's the check, right? All set? There you go. Thank you. No, don't shake my f***ing hand. I'm going to put you in jail. You think do you assholes think this is funny?
4: He knows exactly what's going on. Previous to Jerry Little being appointed by Governor Sununu in 2016 was Glenn Perlow. He was the banking commissioner working closely with Democrat operators Bill and Janine Shaheen. He was the man responsible for endless harassing audits of Mike's bank accounts. All the while, the little viper was covering for the giant New Hampshire drug and drug money laundering operation. As part of the $50 million payout to Mike Gill, in return for his silence, was a release for Glenn Perlow, meaning all documents relating to him must be returned to the insurer paying Mike the $50 million and Mike could say nothing about him, ever. Also, along with many others on the $50 million confidentiality agreement, including Bill Shaheen and all the usual players, Andrew Cruz, Dick and Agnost, Alex Walker, Bill Griner, to name a few. It even includes his wife's therapist. They were totally covering up the incident as if it had never happened. That's what the $50 million was for. But with the Mike Gill revelations gaining new traction and a new social network dialing in, some in very interesting places, certain foreign account holders are panicking. And the corrupt account holders and their friends are running for the door and it ain't stopping. But that's okay. The United States Marine Corps and the US 5th and 6th Fleet can go and get it back. Remember, money is never lost. It's always transferred. One of the worst words you can ever use in finance is lost money. It's never lost money. It's transferred. It's somewhere else. So who has it? They love to say money is lost because that means it's lost. So there's no need to go looking for it. The money is not lost. It's transferred. Just like 2008, $5 trillion was not lost out of the U.S. economy. It was transferred out of the U.S. economy. So go get it. I have a few ideas about where it is. To understand what's happening, the missing link and all the analysis, I want you to look at what Silicon Valley Bank bought in 2021. Boston Private Bank and Trust Company is a registered company in the state of New Hampshire. Yeah, now you're getting it. It's got a big, beautiful office in Boston, Massachusetts, befitting a giant multi-billion dollar company. However, its agent is CT Corporation System in Concord, New Hampshire. That's just up the road from Bedford where Bill Shaheen and all the gang hang out. Now you're getting it. So what exactly is an agent in relation to a corporate financial structure? An LLC registered agent is an individual or entity designated by an active company, such as a limited liability company or a corporation or any other entity type to receive service of process notices, government correspondence and compliance related documents on behalf of the company, While generally the term agent means someone authorized to represent an individual or an entity or enter into transactions for an individual or an entity, registered agents don't have a similar mandate. The registered agent for an LLC has one primary function to be an agent for service of process as well as receiving other important correspondence on behalf of the company. Additionally, a registered agent must promptly forward such materials to an active company such as an LLC, corporation or any other entity type. Now, Boston Private Equity and Trust, and remember it is a trust, a front, is a multi-billion dollar corporation. And, you know, trusts are used to hide money, you know, just saying. If this giant multi-billion dollar corporation was to receive a notice for an audit or any legal document, the paperwork would be served at that dinky little office. It has a little whiteboard on the door because no one is even there. Registered agents for dodgy little companies look like that. And gigantic drug money laundering fronts not a multi-billion-dollar legitimate financial services company and trust. No one raised an eyebrow because New Hampshire is run by a cartel and no one expects any auditing any time ever. Boston Private, as acquired by Silicon Valley Bank, is Boston P- Private Bank and Trust Company and its operating agent is CT Corporation System in Concord, New Hampshire, Let me read from the Silicon Valley Bank website about its exciting multi-billion dollar acquisition. Quote, SVB's vision is to be the premier financial partner for the innovation economy, providing companies, entrepreneurs and their investors the services they need to succeed via four core businesses, commercial banking, investment banking, private banking and wealth management and fund management, with the acquisition of Boston Private Silicon Valley Bank Private provides the guidance and solutions that fuel our clients' wealth goals and expand opportunities for today and tomorrow." Wow, so sexy, so multi-billionish. The company type is Foreign Profit Corporation, Foreign Profit Corporation. Okay, You need to understand, this is a foreign company, it's an important distinction. The jurisdiction is New Hampshire, USA. The agent's name is CT Corporation System. The agent's address is, I mean, it can't even get a three Beacon Street. It's two and a half Beacon Street in Concord, New Hampshire. It's got two and a half because it shares an office. Now, okay, have a look at that beautiful multi-billion dollar headquarters of a multi-billion dollar acquisition by Silicon Valley Bank in 2021. Now, you know why Forbes said for five years running, it's the best bank ever well until a few days ago as we know in the Pandora papers the drug money launderers set up limited liability companies and trust companies that look just like this dodgy little shithole office that can't even afford more than two and a half in their address meaning they share the office with someone else I mean come on Silicon Valley Bank is a drug money laundering bank with strong ties to Israel. It was doing very well as it exclaimed its commitment to climate change and equity and inclusion and all the other Davos central bank of buzzwords. Reminds me of this guy.
3: Okay, the guy you see next to me is the most generous billionaire in the world and i found him hi my name is sam and this is my story global warming it's one of the biggest problems that we have to tackle together as a world COVID 19 preparedness we have to be ready for the next pandemic
1: neglected tropical diseases
0: more than a billion people suffer from
4: them we have to eliminate these diseases
0: and of course animal welfare animals deserve to live just like we do it's also why i'm vegan
4: it was named top bank for five years running and it collapsed overnight. It doesn't happen anywhere, time, ever. It collapsed because the large account managers realized that the Mike Gill revelations and a congressional inquiry was coming and they jumped ship immediately, crashing the bank. Now, there is an angle no one is looking at. Please know the Israeli angle is my speculation, not Mike's. He only comments on things he knows about and is sure of, and he is damn sure Silicon Valley Bank bought Boston private because it is flush with drug money, and in a panic, the account holders are pulling out before they lose it to the U.S. government and the coming inquiry. As for me, I've been studying this Likud beast for 20 years, and I don't need the paperwork to know what I'm looking at. I just want to clarify that. The Israeli angle is my speculation, but of course, I don't call it speculation. I I know exactly what it is, and so do all my friends. We know what it is. Mike Gill's expertise is in mortgages and finance, and he caught the dummy corporations and trusts fronting the giant money laundering network in New Hampshire. This includes Rhino Governor Sununu and his banking commissioner, Jerry Little, who makes sure no one audits the banks in New Hampshire. The Pandora Papers identified New Hampshire with $932 billion in drug money as the largest money laundering operation in the world, and Mike Gill exposed it fully at huge cost to himself and his $300 million plus business they took from him lucky they didn't take his life or his kids before Mike Gill gives a full rundown on the significance of this Silicon Valley banking collapse and its New Hampshire roots we need to remember the three amigos that run it to this day the drug cartel's money laundering operation the same people who assisted in the destruction of Mike Gill and the truth and countless endless lives ruined by fentanyl some ruined to the point of death Dick and Agnost, Bill Griner. And Andrew Cruz. These people are mass murderers, no mistake. All the people that support them are mass murderers. End of story. We are going to get back to them later in this video. But first, 15 minutes with Mike Gill, who is an expert in the biggest drug cartel operation and money laundering clearinghouse in the world. And you'll also note, despite the incredible story he carries on his shoulders all the way to General Flynn, James O'Keefe and the top rungs of the Trump outer guard, whose sole existence is to prevent Donald Trump from speaking to people that matter none of the large-scale occult media will talk to mike gill or acknowledge his existence and all those big names share one thing in common they love benjamin Netanyahu. let us attend
3: in cyber and
0: cyber is a real domain of power in cyber, and cyber is a real domain of power.
3: So let's say theoretically you've got some good rackets going on, done some illegal gun running, trafficked some drugs, robbed a few banks or jewelry stores, done some insider trading. The point is, you're a professional criminal who's only loyal to one thing: the holy dollar. You've got some illegal businesses
4: on your hands that are doing really well, and now you're literally drowning in cash. Great, right? Ladies and gentlemen, a lot has happened. Let's get straight in with Mike Gill, a man with over 30 years of experience in the financial sector. He knows exactly what's going on. We can't say 100%, but how about 90% sure that Silicon Valley Bank was in fact laundering masses of drug money through Boston Private Bank and Trust and its little registered agent over there in Concord, New Hampshire. Let's cross now to Mike and talk about the fastest takedown of money out of any bank in history. Mike, take it away.
2: Listen, I can tell the people out there I'm 100% sure. And I can tell you I've been doing this for over 30 years. I ran the largest volume mortgage brokerage firm in the country. Following the bond market and the moves was exactly what made me number one in the country. I would work with Fannie Mae in, in anticipating the movements in interest rates. So this is not what they're trying to have you believe. This was stimulated by a situation. When you move 42 billion within 48 hours, that is a reaction. That is reaction to something that happened. In other words, this didn't happen to another bank in the country. Now, are other banks a little nervous? Well. Two things one, what's their exposure to drug cartels? and then maybe they're reactionary. but I can tell you this: we have a direct connection the the, the Silicon Valley Bank has is a is, is a part of a group, Silicon Valley Bank group. Look at who the group is. Boston Private Bank and Trust. Hey, that is part of the bank. They are New Hampshire Corporation. Their business is foreign investment, foreign profit. Okay. It is CT Systems Corporation, or CT Corporation Systems. It's a front and. This is how Pandora papers work and why nine hundred and thirty two billion is being hidden in assets through those agents. Remember? Trust companies. Dummy I mean, Corporation LLCs. You'll see a pitch the half of an address. We found it. This bank and trust who the directors were previous two separate attorney generals of the state of New Hampshire, Foster and Delaney. What did it tell you that the cartel? What did Shaheen and Hassan put together? Hassan appointed Foster as the A- They protected the money laundering network. They are literally directors in this company. Greiner goes back to this company. It is drug money. Now, here's the real question. What made them move? And they moved fast. Could it be the investigation of the Pandora Papers? Because those corrupt politicians in Washington have the evidence and have the names. Listen, if a small New Hampshire public radio has the names of Granite state recovery. They have the names of AutoFare, Perspective trust, means those are cartel assets and they're being sold. Could the money be being moved? Secondly, are they afraid of Trump? Trump has the evidence and he's going to drop a bomb? Think about this. This is exactly how this would move. We are talking about a California bank What a direct line to the state of New Hampshire, to the money laundering network of the deep state, the protection of that with the two former AGs and the drug cartel. Of course, it's this. They got to run on their money. The only question is what stimulated it. That's what we're waiting on. Now, don't forget primary bank that's owned by the cartel directly, I think Bill they Greiner. have four, four Bill, offices. And that's run that's by Bill Griner. That's a regional Greiner. bank.
4: That's run by Bill Griner. Excuse me? That's run by Bill Griner.
2: Bill oh. Greiner. Right. Bill Greiner, who's associated with this b- private Boston bank and trust, he is the chairperson for primary bank. That is a regional bank. So we know other regional banks, don't we? And that could make a run. Could suddenly primary bank have to empty all its accounts out? It's all cartel money. And he's associated and he runs on regional banks.
4: And he's associated with Jeb Bush.
2: Greiner is the money guy. Remember, that's what makes him the chairperson of primary bank. He goes back politically to Jeb Bush, (laughs) and he gets in trouble for what? Counting money vouchers, cutting them with a pair of scissors and stealing money. That's who Griner is. And now Griner is also the guy who buys politicians. Well, let's see. We've got finance and politicians. Isn't that what we said, who he was? The money handler for the cartel and the fact that he was buying politicians? Man, people, this walks like a duck and quacks like a duck. And we just reached from California to the state of New Hampshire to a little agent in a warehouse in Concord. That is what a front looks like. This is the poster child of what Pandora Papers is.
3: In the United States, the instrument is a non-charitable purpose trust. For now, these trusts are available in Delaware, New Hampshire, South Dakota, and Wyoming. In the near future, you can expect them to spread across the nation. So what can be done?
4: Mike, on that note, note, I remember in the Pandora Papers documentary, they went looking for these giant corporations to try and uh, get an inside footing into some of these corporations and make contact with them. And they were going to these little Scottish highland village where two 78-year-old people were at the registered agent. I mean, this is just classic Pandora Papers. How about
2: this? And people, listen to this. When I gave my evidence to the minority leader for the Ways and Means Committee investigating uh, the Pandora Papers, what I was told was the first five businesses that they investigated turned out to be empty offices in buildings, just like this. Not a desk, not a pencil. You know what they had? A nameplate this c t systems corporation don't they, don't have they have a nameplate and a marker board on the door. You know what that marker board is for If you happen to show up, you take a crayon and you write the fact on the door that you showed up just in case they want to know who's stopping by
4: yeah, it should remind people that this is um, it. It should remind people that a lot of these registered agents are very dodgy because there's a lot of really dodgy crappy l l c Companies out there made by mom-and-pop people and people avoiding tax. This is not some mom-and-pop outfit. This is a gigantic multi-billion dollar Boston private banking and trust. Trust. This is a private bank.
2: That is part of, of as as Silicon Valley Bank. They are one and the same. This is an asset. It's Silicon Valley Bank Group. This is the group. This in one day. This goes and go, goes from good standing to bad standing. Now think about this. Even the agent. Are you ready? The agent is an LLC. So if you happen to grab the agent, which you're gonna you're gonna better hope you have a search warrant. He's an LLC, and they're gone. So there's levels of of not just protection, of deception. That's what this is. They are hiding their money. Why are they hiding their money? Because it was drug money and they're forced to hide it. Or it's corrupt politicians. Trust me, they didn't build this network without the help of the politicians. Who gives them banking license? Who gives them casino license? Who gives them license to own treatment centers? It is the protection network. That gives them credibility, gives them the mechanism to be able to hide their money. That's what we're seeing. This is going on massively across the country. So so think about this. Is there a situation if the cartel money suddenly pulls out of certain banks? You're right, there are. But how much of this money is interwoven into these businesses that own? How many of these banks are really cartel banks?
4: and I'd like to ask what was Peter Thiel doing Thiel doing uh laughing about that bank and there's a gentleman writing about uh, who's a friend of Peter Thiel saying that um linking it directly to to Netanyahu and Likud as as literally inferring intimating their drug money laundering banks Mike just very briefly did you read the article from MSN which really makes points out that this is the most ridiculous level of money withdrawal it was all done literally at once Literally at once. They make the point in the MSN article that they've never seen so much money pulled so fast. This is unique. Just a final comment on that.
2: I did see that. And that's what I'm telling you. It was an event sparked, not an economic spark. It wasn't the spread of interest rates. It was an event. So and what no one's telling you is what was the event. And think about this, to be on the same page, meaning it was a it was singular. It, I believe there was just a few and it was cartel money that moved suddenly, which tells me there could be an investigation. Maybe it is Trump. Maybe they are getting these Pandora papers out. I can tell you, I believe Congress is tipping these people off. Think about this. Just as those cartels knew to sell auto fare. Just as they knew to the stay in Grand recovery, somebody tipped off Silicon Valley Bank and the cartel and said, they're on you. That's, think about this. Give me another explanation because I can't think of one. And I've been doing this for 30, 35 years. That sparked was a, was, was a reaction. And the reaction is what nobody's telling you. But what we know is we just showed a direct pipeline from the state of New Hampshire to the state of California to that bank with <laughs> the cartel. Now, you tell me. What's the chances? I'm a money guy. You know what the odds are? It can't happen unless it is the cartel.
4: I agree, Mike, 100%. And also on February the 17th, we know for a fact a very high-level Pentagon official Got your details. February the 17th. And when we say um, high, we mean like really, really high. God willing, the men in green who are above law enforcement and completely out to some degree from that scene, those bright young colonels and all those people in the managerial levels. Remember the six state troopers that came forward out of New Hampshire, risking their lives, their careers to assist in stopping this fentanyl outbreak. Brave police officers. They're everywhere. They're in the FBI. They're in the CIA. They're in the DEA. They're sitting there. They're bright young colonels in the Pentagon. They're angry. They're seeing what's going on. We start, we spark this brush fire and we spark it now. They have do not come out after us yet. We've just had a few idiots and loons coming on, causing trouble. But we haven't been attacked yet for multiple reasons. They can't mention Mike Gill's name. They'll find the materials. They certainly can't b- mention Brendan O'Connell's name because they're going to find another bunch of materials on Israel high technology and espionage combined with this issue. And they are really, really worried. But it's going to break. The ground is crumbling. Keep it up. They've only one place to go, and that's war. But I'm going to bet money on the biggest, most powerful military industrial complex in the world. Let's just hope it's not completely backdoored and there's still hope. And there is still hope. Have faith even in the ups and downs and upheavals. There will be fear porn everywhere. Thank you for your service, Mike. Thank you for all your work. Let's cut off and let's get back to the rest of the video. Okay, now we've heard from Mike. Now let's quickly go over the roles of the New Hampshire cartel operators. We'll also show you the political operators who protect them to this day, and in fact, for the last 30 years. Mike Gill, as you know, exposed a vipers nest in New Hampshire. The three main day-to-day runners of the largest drug and money laundering operation in history were exposed by an initial collaboration between Mike Gill, Aaron Day and James O'Keefe. In 2014, Day and O'Keefe, as well as Ben... All right, I'm going to stop it there, but
0: it's not the best place in the world to stop the video, but we're roughly 40 minutes in. I think we're roughly 40 minutes in, so it'll work out more or less okay for part two next week. Uh, And there's there's all sorts of names and dates and places and details in the second half, but uh, that's a teaser, really, because it's worth listening to this one. I listened to the whole thing again last night, And I thought, yeah, it should be on record somewhere, this one. And Brendan O'Connell does a good job. He's very meticulous about his videos and they're very well put together. So, yeah, although he's he's got a bit of a dodgy history, but he's good at what he does and he's very detailed. So that makes him worth keeping an eye on. I don't know where he's gone. I, I think... His Patreon will still be running. But uh, the channel on YouTube has gone as far as I'm aware. So the only place to find that video now will be Brighteon. I think he's still active on Brighteon. I, I haven't checked. But uh, that was the place that he's most likely to be active. Because he doesn't do rumble because of Peter Teal. And... Uh, and I don't think he's on BitChute or Odyssey. He might be now, given that the YouTube channel's gone, but he wasn't. Uh, like, a month ago, he wasn't. So I'm going to post that video on my Rumble channel, which is Radio Projects. So just look for Free Association Radio Show on Rumble or Radio Projects as the channel, and you should find me. Same with Odyssey. Same with BitChute. Same with Podbean for the podcast version. Uh where you can find you can find me on Spotify. Just look for free association radio show. Round table and podcast on Spotify. It's not been active recently, but I'll I'll get back to it and get back into it at some point. And uh We'll have a conversation about money between now and Christmas so that uh, I get to have my conference or whatever. Uh, so if anybody wants to jump on for a conversation about about the future of money, let me know, and uh, I'll set set something up between now and Christmas, and we'll get two or three people on, maybe one person a week or whatever. We'll have a conversation about money. And local local exchange trading systems and that sort of thing. So let's have let's have some practical conversations and see if we can dig out a system that might work, and then take a look at it with an open mind. Uh, I I was trying to get a conversation going about six months ago, locally, uh, with a group of people who were interested in alternative money systems, and I didn't really go anywhere so i don't know what's going on with with my local group it's not my local group but the local group it's like herding cats trying to get a trying to even get a conversation going is uh it's like you need an atomic bomb to get anybody to even have an opinion about anything and i i don't have opinions about many things but i do have opinions that i'm prepared to share that are half and unformed and provisional, so I, I don't mind being wrong. So I'm, I'm quite happy to have a conversation, and then at the end at the end of the conversation, find out that I was wrong. Which is why we need to have the the money conversation, because some of the time the system that we're looking at won't be the right system. And if we don't have the conversation, we're never going to find out. If we don't prototype it, we're never going to find out. If we don't look at how scalable it is, and it's like, how likely am I to lose a crypto key? I mean, I, that's a basic question. I'm, I'm very likely to lose a crypto key, but it may be the most practical solution for a large, larger scale. So, doing it doing it with pen and paper is not ideal. Blockchain. It's possible. All right. That's the end of the show for this week. Let's have the money conversation. Let's have the, the local trading systems conversation between now and Christmas. Let me know if you're interested. Uh, contact me on Skype. And I'll see you soon.
4: I am Bill Johnson. Some consider my efforts to be an underground law school. I am not an attorney, and I do not give legal advice. I teach. That's lawful and legal. Consider yourself served. You are to appear Wednesday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, Studio A. My forte? Foreclosure and contract law. Grab your legal pad and pen. Learn a broad spectrum of law spanning administrative, criminal, family, tort, and federal law. Fools and losers cling to old cases. I dissect and comment on the latest rulings that control the courts. Don't be a loser. And if you don't appear, you will be held in contempt.
0: hours of an organization to the madness, discussing the ever-changing dynamics of being both physically and mentally prepared for a plethora of possible outcomes to our future and present. A look into the latest technologies, new scientific discoveries, and how they might be used in connection to the human domain and controlling it, ancient cultures and places. Be warned. This is an opinionated look through headlines. Guests that are not afraid to question the narrative. A little bit of crazy ramblings of a stoner conspiracy factist that pushes constitutional concepts. The place and the time are the same, another dimension we call mountain high time. Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Mountain High Time, right here on revolution.radio, where information never sleeps and truth breaks the spell. Are you interested in the paranormal?